Today is Monday, May 15th. The title for our devotional is Knowing About God for Knowing God. As we enter into our conference week on a la carte Christianity, we're going to spend the first few days here looking at some topics that are left on the cutting room floor. Then for the rest of this week and next week, we will review these to- the topics that we talked about during the campaign. In the Christian faith, we're often tempted to order up knowledge about God, a la carte, and leave knowing God on the menu. These two sound similar, and they certainly share some commonality, but there's a major difference between them. So let's begin by just teasing out the differences. Knowing about God refers to the accumulation of knowledge concerning his attributes, his character, his works, etc. It involves grasping theological concepts, studying scripture, and learning about God's nature and actions. This pursuit of knowledge is essential and beneficial, as it equips us with the foundation to deepen our understanding of faith. This knowledge about God is even an essential component of knowing God, but it is not sufficient in and of itself to know God. On the other hand, knowing God surpasses intellectual comprehension and delves into the realm of personal experience and intimacy. It entails engaging in a genuine, heartfelt connection with the Godhead. It is a transformative relationship that is rooted in our experience with God. Words like faith, trust, and love are relational terms. As we commune with God, listen to his voice, and align our hearts with his divine purpose, we develop this relationship. Think of it in the context of our human relationships. I have a lot of knowledge about my wife, Savannah. She's 5'6", she has brown eyes, she's really smart, she's determined and hardworking. Those facts are important, but they cannot be all that there is to a relationship. That would be a shallow relationship indeed. I trust her because we've walked through many difficult times together, and she has always proven herself trustworthy and faithful. I've experienced her compassion and mercy for the hurting and less privileged. I've experienced her goodness in many times when she has had to forgive me for my offenses. The knowledge about her coupled with the experiences with her have led to a deep relational love. Knowledge about someone alone can give us a false, shallow feeling of love, but it is a cheap substitute for the real thing. Think of it as the difference between how we love a celebrity. I put love in quotes there, right? We love a celebrity whom we have never met and how we love a close friend or spouse. Those are very different things. Knowing about God, I think many of us have have traded love for God, like a friend or a spouse with love for God, like a celebrity, and traded knowing about God for knowing God. Knowing about God, it provides us with facts and doctrines. But knowing God intimately enables us to taste and see his goodness, his mercy, and his love. It grants us the privilege of encountering the living God, not merely as an abstract concept, but as a present reality in our lives. It is in this sacred space of relationship where true depth and intimacy is built. Without it, our relationship with God will always be shallow. It seems to me that this is where many of us in our Christian faith and our discipleship to Christ are stuck. The disciplines of growing in knowledge about God are very different than the disciplines of knowing God. To know about God, we read scripture, mining it for doctrinal truths and good theology. To know about God, we read good books, we ask good questions to knowledgeable theologians. To know God, however, we must spend time in prayer. We read scripture, but not just for the doctrinal truths that we find, but to meditate on his word and see how it applies to us. We worship him from the depths of our being. 
we practice his presence throughout the day, knowing that he's always with us. These practices build relationship, not just knowledge. In John 17, 3, Jesus says, And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. When he says that they know you, he's referring to this relational knowledge, not just knowing about you, talking to the Father, knowing, but knowing him in the relational sense. Philippians 3, 7 through 11, this text we've spent so much time in, the Apostle Paul says, But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him, he said this twice now, and the power of his resurrection, and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. The words of Paul here are words of relationship, knowing Christ, not just knowing about Christ, but knowing Christ. For additional content, I've linked you to a quote by J.A. Packer from Knowing God. He says, How can we turn our knowledge about God into knowledge of God? The rule for doing this is simple but demanding. It is that we turn each truth that we learn about God into matter for meditation before God, leading to prayer and praise to God. Reflection time, I just have one simple question. Do you feel like you know God, or do you just know about God? Spend time meditating on that and reflecting on that, the answer to that question.